Hey guys, this is Austin here, and we've got a special one-off episode for you today. Uh, we're going on a deep dive into the meditation on Scripture. I know a lot of you are thinking about the year ahead. Maybe you've got your Bible plans lined up, and we just want to come alongside you at this time to encourage you um, in how to do that, uh, how to make the most of your time in the Scripture. I know last year we did this um, special session on the five R's, which Andrew introduced to us. So we've got Andrew in the studio. Woo! <laughs> well, kind of a studio. Actually, we do have some... Uh, some really nice new gear thanks to Brendan thanks to Celine also for coming in early to yes. get it set up so it, it, it does kind of feel like a studio at the moment but we are recording now uh, to give you an encouragement of what the 5 Rs models looks like as you apply it uh, to your devotional time and we're actually going to go through a real life example today of that so Stay tuned. But before we start off, like we've just come, we're coming to the, we're petering off to the back end of summer. And I just want to ask, Andrew, how has your summer been? You know, what are some of the highlights of your yeah. summer? Well, thanks, Austin. Well, thank you for, uh, for uh, having me here. And it's a joy, joy to, to be here. And um, yeah, com- coming fresh off for holidays in January, still feeling fresh, which is great. Um, look, this was a great time. Uh, we had a chance. Uh, for our family mm. um, to head up to Barren Bay uh, along with my parents and, and my sisters Lovely. and their families. Wow, that's so one, one big house. One big one big fun house. So 16 of us descended upon a property in Barren Bay. It's still standing. <laughs> um, but it was uh, a, a, a mad fun. It was, was fun, mad chaos, I'd call it. Yeah, oh, that sounds like a great time. <laughs> yeah, one of, my, um, one of my highlights, I guess, from the holidays um, is, I guess, just... I, I asked one of my friends, oh, "Do you do you want to read the word together?" Yeah. Um, and we, I mean, we had him over for, for for dinner, and then I just felt the Lord prompt me, like, "Hey, do you want to read the word together?" And it's just been such a lovely time spending it so with good. him, so um, just walking through the Gospel of John. Um, and I guess that's a topic today: like, how do yes. we uh, engage with Scripture? How do we how do we get the most of our time in it? So, kind of, mm. I want to take you guys back in time. Uh, and uh, early tw- 2023, uh, Andrew, you introduced to us uh, the five R's model of meditation. I think that's what, what you called it. Yes. Um, and uh, it was just a wonderful time. I remember that session we had in the Opal Room. Just a wonderful time where you walked us through it. And we actually, again, did a, a real-life example. But that's a, that's a year ago. Could you maybe just give us a recap? Like, what were your thoughts come December, yeah, early January. So Why was this on your heart that you wanted us to to revisit meditation yeah, well, scripture? Look, thanks, Austin. Well, firstly, look, the five R model is it's not my model. <laughs> it's a it's a model that uh, I came across. I think mm. of some resemblance back when we were doing the the, the, the pastors plans academy. Yes, and, okay. uh, Back in twenty um, twenty two, and uh, but what what was just amazing about it is is um, yeah, the reality is, as Christians, we, we follow a God who is who is great, mm. um, and and who seeks a relationship with us. His mm. His word is precious because he, he spoke it out in a way so that we can be blessed to know Him, who He is, what He's done for us, and His word to this day is the primary way that we can get to know Him. Mm. And um, so, really, the, the heart behind. The, the five hour or, or a way of, 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 of really 
engaging and interacting with his, with his precious word. And, and so very much this, this five-hour model is, is a way, not yeah. the only way, but yeah. a way of, of doing that. You know, often we, 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 um, uh, we read in the scriptures even, you know, um, in Psalm 19, just telling us what this word of God is like. You know, Psalm 19 verse 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect. You know, there's no flaws in it. Reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether, and more to be desired than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Doesn't that sound amazing? Mm. And, and I guess the heart behind, you know, really meditating on God's word is that we may experience um, the same thing that this psalmist experienced. And to realize also that, you know, often more than they're not in our regular day-to-day life, you know, the word of God sometimes just feels like t- eating old bran for breakfast or yeah. dry wheat bix for breakfast or yep. stale bread for breakfast and not the tr- a honey that the scripture commands us to be. Mm. So, the five R, I, I, my, my I, I hope and in, 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 in is that in prayer is that the five R is the way for us to to really engage with God's word and come away yep. delighted um, and tasting with the sweetness of His word. That's amazing. Yeah, I love how you just then said experience. So as much as it, as it is a, um, a, a, a reading, an intellectual engagement with scriptures, but more than mm. that, like when you were reading just then. It's 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 a tasting, it's experiencing, it's a treasuring, yes, yes. it's a cherishing. So I, I love that. But maybe we we'll step back a little bit. I mm. love the, the heart behind it. But um, for those of you who haven't heard of the five R's or may have forgotten what the five R's actually stand for, do you want to just quickly just give us a run through what are the five R's? Yeah, the five R's of meditation. I call I call I call it. You know, the first R is about readying our soul. You know, as we approach uh, our Lord. And his word, we need to come prayerfully, humbly, desperately, obediently, joyfully, mm. expectantly. But the list goes on. It's just to name a few. So we've got to, we've got to ready our soul. Um, number two, we need to reflect on his word. And I think that's what uh, people do do well. You know, people open up his word. We, we want to read it um, and think about, you know, who is it written to? Who wrote it? And reading the, the passage through word by word, and pausing if need be. Mm. So so reflecting and reading on his word. So reflecting on his word. Um, Number three, um, the third R is is rejoicing. You know, asking ourselves, how can I praise God on the basis of what I'm reading and what I'm seeing here in in this passage? What can I praise him for? Mm. Uh, Number four, um, repenting. Um, And how, in light of that passage, how are we, if we take it seriously, yeah. And how do we fail to realize that in, 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 in our lives? Yeah. Are there any wrongful behaviors or harmful emotions um, that comes that is revealed as we read the text? Yeah, that's critical. And, yep. uh, and the number five, you know, requesting. You know, in light of, of what we uh, are repenting of, you know, how does this show me what I should or uh, could uh, be doing? How could I be different in light of this truth being revealed to me through his word? So there you go, for five hours, readying us all, reflecting on his word, rejoicing, repenting, and requesting. And, and I think the heart behind all, all this as we go about doing this is, is that you know, we are 
uh, trying to talk to God, engage with God, yes, and and um, talking to our own soul and and really marinating our hearts um, uh, into God's truth. Yeah, um, that's, that's really thing. helpful. Mm. That's such a good framework. Thanks, Andrew. But you know, to be honest with you, um, you know, I've, I've got the sheet. I've got the five hours in front of me. But to be awfully honest with you. More often than not, I jump straight to the second R, the reflection, the, 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 the kind of thinking about the passage. Mm. And I skip the first R. I skip the readying um, before I dive into the Word. So just, just say, for example, you snuck into my house. I love doing uh, that. Yeah, yeah. I love doing that. <laughs> <laughs> snuck into my house early in the morning, a bit creepy. But you snuck in and you see me, you're doing my devotional, and you've noticed that I skipped the first hour. There's no readying. I just, you know, jump straight into the passage. You know, how would you, as as my brother, come lovingly alongside me in that moment? What would you be reminding me about Scripture, about even our attitude towards Scripture, um, to, yeah. to, to say, you, you need to ready yourself, Austin Ash, before mm. you j- dive in? What would you say? I'd say, Austin, repent! <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, you did say gently, didn't you? So um, gently, yeah. <laughs> but uh, look, look, I think um, we all fall into that uh, temptation. But I think one of the one of the, the, the key things that I, I try to remember mm. is that as we as we come to God's word, this is God's very word breathed out, breathed out. It's the same words that breathed out creation, mm. breathed out these words that we are holding in our hands. And as we kind of come to appreciate that, we we come to 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 appreciate the, the authority of the scriptures. Often we, we think about, you know, open up God's word, we're, we're coming in, we're dissecting it, we're, we're, yes. we're, we're coming, attacking it yeah. um, and unpacking the scripture as best we can. Um, but just to come to realization that, you know, the scripture is, is breathed out by God. We actually come under the authority of scripture. We want oh, to I come, love that picture. Yeah. Come to his word um, humbly, dependently, expectantly you know we we so you know we we don't want to come in a position of of, of assuming that, that god's word is under us mm. um so that helps us in in how to ready our soul that yep. we come under the authority of scriptures you know how easy it is for us just to come being ourselves here here i am you know um and here's my highlighter here's my pen yeah. i'm yep. gonna attack it yeah um but just to have that that uh, disposition of, of leaning in coming under the authority of his word I think the other thing is is just to recognize that um, the role of um, His Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in, in yeah. illuminating um, the Word of God to us, you know, um, the work of the Holy Spirit in bearing witness through the Word in our hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, even the Apostle Paul says in the first First Corinthians chapter, chapter two, uh, verse fourteen, that the natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, yes. for they are folly to him. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Yes. You know, the reality is that, you know, in our natural spiritual state, <laughs> we don't accept the things of God. And, and so how much more we need his Holy Spirit yes. to just as we as we engage and, in, and interact with his word to for, for his spirit to help us. Yeah. Um, and we read in this passage, by nature, we reject the word of God. Yes. We need the Holy Spirit to renew, to refresh, to give us new eyes. You know, Psalm 1936 says, incline my heart to your testimonies. Or Psalm 119 verse 18, open my eyes. Lord, I, I need eyes, you indeed. to open my eyes. I'm blind. I need you to open them. And these are all very, very important yes. preparatory work. Yes. Um, as we engage the scriptures. 
That's amazing. Yeah, I, I remember when I was a kid, you know, mm. you know, I get a, a new electronic toy and, you know, I'd be hovering over it with my tools, like unscrewing it, trying to see how it works to like deconstruct it in, in one sense. Yes. And I love that picture. Actually, no, approaching scripture is nothing like that. Yes. We come under the authority of scripture. We come with a, a posture of neediness, of dependence, of of, of, of needing our eyes yes. to be opened. Yeah, it, that is it. humbling. We are on holy ground. We're on yes. holy ground. Yes. yes, yes, yeah. Okay, so, okay, our hearts were ready. Uh, we, we've, we've, rem- we've, we've been reminded, you've come alongside me, you've reminded me of the need to be in a posture of neediness, of mm. dependency, of spiritual hunger. Andrew, could you just walk us through what happens now in the in the reflection part of a devotional what, what what do we do here what 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 is your soul when you do this andrew sensitized to notice to 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 reflect on uh as as you do this like for example mm. you know um questions and, and, and you know uh what what are you highlighting what, what's standing out to you yeah, it's great. So once once we've read our soul, as you said, we, we go into the, 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 the second hour, we're reflecting on his word. And, and this is where we, we study. We read and indeed reread the text, mm. you know, word by word. Yep. Pausing if need be. Just put your finger there and it's pausing. Wow. As you read this, just taking it, taking it in slowly. You know, who is it written to? Asking ourselves questions. You know, who is it written to? Uh, who is it written from? Yep. Know, what was the situation like? Yes, and uh, and why 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 is the the author writing the way that he is? Mm-hmm. You know, feel free to get a highlighter, a pen, and, yep. and just to highlight and 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 and, and um, words that uh, you are drawn to, um, reflecting on it, pausing on it, and even asking God, hey, Lord, thank you for showing me this. You know, just just a process of communing uh, with Him. You know, are there other passages that comes to mind that God brings? To mind as yeah, you that's read yep. the text, and really just trying to distill, you know, what are one or two insights uh, from this this text? What do we learn about God in this? What do we learn about ourselves, and so forth? It's really unpacking the text. Yep, yep. No, that's that's great. Yeah, this is this is the this is the part where we are trying to be as observant as possible, asking the Holy Spirit to open our eyes to yes. to highlight things to our mind. You know, this is the part mm. uh, that I love about the Five R model. You know, at this point, you know, the vast majority of Christians, I think, would do what you've said when they, mm. they come to their Bible reading plans. They're, we hope that it's not just reading, but it's rereading and reflecting. Um, but to be honest, you know, mm. we are very tempted after this reflection stage to go, oh, well, <laughs> that was lovely, wasn't it? Shut my Bible. I've done my reading for today. I've done my, I've even reflected a little bit. Tick, done. Yes. You know, but you know, the, the thing about the five hours model is that it invites us to press on. There's actually, there's yes. actually more to punch through in, in a sense. I, I think this is a key point to how you put it together. So often we kind of like hamstring our own devotionals. We leave it in the realm of the cognitive, of the, of the mind. Mm. The, the devotional time is purely informational at this point in time. Mm. But, you invite us, the model invites us to, to draw what is, you know, like swirling around in our minds as a concept and to press it into yes, our hearts, to, to take it from up here and press it into our hearts, our affections, our own experiences. It's that tasting that yes. you read earlier mm. from Psalm 19. And, 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 the, and, the, and the first place we normally find ourselves in as we 
press it into our hearts is the rejoicing stage. This is the third R mm. in that. So, Andrew, can you just tell us what we are trying to do at this point? What uh, What are you, you know, taking from the text? What are you pressing in? What are you hoping would ignite in our hearts in yeah. this in this uh, in this third R? That's great, Austin. I, I love I love you just pointing out to that that uh, fact. Even just you know, often we, we tend to stop, isn't it? At, yes. At the reading point. And um, and just pressing on, and, and it's what I call like you know, letting our souls marinate. Oh, I, I love it. Like, I, yeah. I love I love cooking, and and um, I love eating good food. So <laughs> I, I love the term marination. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, just letting our souls marinate mm. um, in His Word. We want to sit there. We don't want to go away until we our hearts are, are affected. Yeah. And and um, so I, I love that. Yes. So, I mean, your question was you know rejoice you know rejoicing, um, and it's really asking the question, letting. His word. What, what do we actually um, learn um, about God in this passage? How can I love and praise God on the basis of what I'm reading? Um, um, what do I see here that I can praise uh, our God for? Because the reality is, you know, we, we serve and we follow an amazing God. He is great. He, he's sovereign over everything. Yet he's a God that pursues us with his love. Mm. He's a God who has done marvelous things. And, um, and so whether it is who, who God is or reading about what he has done for us or, or what we get to do with him, mm. you know, joy is, is what should really mark a Christian life regardless of the circumstance. So we Rejoice can always, always, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. One, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, you know, we give thanks in all circumstances yes. for this is the will of God in Christ for you. And, uh, and so what better way as we, as we uh, approach our God, as we approach him through his word, just to ignite that that praise, ignite that thanksgiving yes, about yeah. him. So we want to be rejoicing. We want to be happy Christians. We do rejoice, mm. and again I say rejoice. Amen. Okay, but Amen. okay, this this is a bit of a dilemma. So would you say that every part of Scripture gives us, you know, a reason to rejoice? So okay, let me just give you an example, just to, to mm. make it a little bit more concrete. I'm going through my Bible reading plan. You know, somehow I've got through Leviticus, yeah, and 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 that's 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 been hard going, but I've got through it. And then I come to Numbers, Numbers chapter 1, and I'm reading. Okay, the, the, the people of Reuben, Israel's firstborn, their generations, by their clans, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, head by head, every male from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go to war, those listed of the tribe of Reuben were 46,500. Of the people of Simeon, their generations, by their clans, by their fathers' houses, those of them who were listed according to their number of names, head by head, every male from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go to war, those listed of the tribe of Simeon were 59,300. And it goes on through the various different tribes, Judah, so on and so forth. I mean, are you, are you telling me there's something to rejoice from a, from a text like this? Like, how, how would you do it? Like, give yeah, us a window thanks. into how, how you do that. Thanks, Austin. I love the curveballs, mate. <laughs> look, I, I gotta be honest here. Look, some, some passages in the scriptures are, you know, we read it and we're inclined to rejoice. And there's no doubt about that. And there are some passages in scriptures that we do have to work harder. And, mm. and, and this is one of them. But yes, I think every, every scripture breathed up by God reveals something about him, and therefore we can rejoice in that. Um, so in this example, um, we're going to work a little harder. And as we read from Numbers 1, we, you know, we're going to ask ourselves, well, where, where, where does it kind of sit in the, 
in the scheme of things in the in the storyline of the Bible. Okay. And yep. um and you know we know okay well Numbers one it's 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 um it's part of a the, the fourth book of the Pentateuch, and and as we think about the Pentateuch we read the Genesis and we remember Genesis all the way through to Deuteronomy, and we think okay what what happened in Genesis and and um and we, we remember Abraham, you know God's promise to Abraham in Genesis 15. You know, it, it reads here, um, um, God said to Abraham, look toward heaven and number the stars. If you are able to number them, then God said to him, so shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord and he counted it to him as righteousness. Mm. So even thinking back, you know, Abraham, as a, 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 a solo guy coming out of the Ur of the Chaldeans, yeah. And just to hear the promise of God that his offspring, his it will be as numerous as the stars in the skies. And obviously as he traced through the, the five books of the Bible, Abraham then came Isaac, Isaac came Jacob, Jacob and his twelve sons. And now we read in Numbers one how many people are the the, the Israelites. They are massive, they're growing. And so this route points us back to the fact that God is a faithful God. He's a God of promise. Yes. He's a God of faithfulness. Love it. And He meets us. Yes. So praise you, God. Praise you. Yes. Thank you, Father, that you're a God of faithfulness. Yeah, I love that. I, I thought I, I threw you one that maybe you couldn't couldn't handle. But yeah, that is definitely a praise point. That causes us to rejoice. And I love just how you've you've brought it. You've done exactly what you said in, in, in describing this process. You've, you're linking it to other parts of Scripture. Yeah. You're banking on prior promises of God. You're reflecting on just the, the, the broader thematic of, of redemptive history. That's, that's wonderful. That's mm. wonderful. We do have something to rejoice but in. I understand. Look, you know, there are tricky parts in the Bible, yep. um, but let's work hard at it. And, yes. and having, having you know, people around you that can help you as well. Um, makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. And and I guess just to add on this point, the more you do this, the the more accustomed that you would be to, yes. to know, actually, I've got to work a little bit harder here and maybe I've got to draw from other parts of Scripture mm. or maybe I've got to read around the context a little bit more. It's something that yes. we've developed through time. Yes. Of course, it's not easy when the first time you come across a text like this and go, oh, how do I work with this? Mm. Yeah, that's great. Mm. Mm. And, and the work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yes, it's just, of course. Just kind of yeah. keep coming yeah. to that. And yeah. it's like... He has to illuminate. Open my eyes. Open our eyes. Open yes. my yes. eyes. Yep. Yes, amen. Awesome. So now we are reflecting. We are pulling these truths um, swirling around in our heads. We're pulling them down into our hearts. Mm. Uh, we're now, as, as you described, we're bubbling over in rejoicing. We're, we're seeing God in a new way. We're seeing him in great splendor. Mm. And then... I look at my sheet. It's the fourth hour, repentance. This is a this is a bit of a change in gears, isn't it? Yes. Um, so you know, just tell me how, how how do we how do we change gears? Is there a change in gears? Like how do we shift from yeah, rejoicing to to repentance? Great, great. It's like a, a contrast of emotions here, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and um, but I think you know it's it's one of the perhaps a natural consequence of of being before her, as we get a glimpse into who God is, the God who is perfect, and to know that we are not, uh, and that we only stand in the presence of our God because of Christ's uh, righteousness um, that, that has been given to us. Um, and so we are very much, in reality, a mm. work in progress. Yes. Yep. Um, you know, even, even in Isaiah 6, we recently went through in, mm. in, in, in the message uh, on a Sunday, um, you know, Isaiah, as he meets with God, he says, Woe to me, 
a man of unclean lips. And, and you know, this is the, the reality that as we, as we as imperfect, limited, finite um, human beings approach a, a God who is almighty, sovereign, um, he, he's a class above us. Mm. And, and um, you know, the natural consequence is that we, would, we, we come short. We come short. Um, even, even this passage I've got here, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. And it says, And we all, we all, no exceptions, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. Now, we're being transformed. Yeah. As we behold Christ, we are being transformed. Why mm. are we being transformed? Because we are, we're not perfect. Yes. And, um, and, and so therein lies the, uh, the fact that we, we need to repent before a God uh, who is all perfect. And, yes. and uh, to know that, hey, you know what? We are being transformed as we interact with him and interacting with in his word. Yes, mm. yeah, no, that's beautiful. I, I, yeah, you, you, you did that really well. It's, it's actually contiguous, isn't it? It's yes. not a change in gears. That's probably the wrong term. It's not a change in gears. It's actually a, a natural overflow of beholding a holy, yes. awesome, majestic, sovereign God yes. that if we reflect well on his character, then we also repent well of the things that we need to. I love yes. that. That's an, It's a natural extension. Mm. Thanks, mm. thanks, Andrew. And, and, and then we come, to, um, we come to requesting. This is the fifth R, coming to him with our need. And, you know, I, I really like the way that you've structured the, the last three R's. Um, can, you, can you explain why requesting in some sense also naturally, again, flows from rejoicing and repenting? Like, it, it, mm. how is that an overflow? Explain to us why is that a, a continuation of what we're already doing by pulling those thoughts in our hearts, uh, in our mm. minds, down to our hearts? Why is it an overflow? Yeah, I think the requesting here really um, coming off the back of, of rejoicing and repentance is really a, 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 a summation or, 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 a, or a call to action for God to, to work in our hearts, to yes. make us yep. um, align with, with what His will is for us. And so often, I think you know, even, even in, in, in prayer and in requesting, we, we tend to get stuck in the, into the same, you know, same route. We pray for the same things. We pray yeah. for, you know, uh, what's happening around us, the immediacy. Yeah. But what this does yeah. is that as we approach God's word, He's giving us new categories. He's giving us new, oh, love that. new ways of, of looking at how we interact with God. And so it is, it is just so fitting mm. um, then to request off the back of what we've just read in the scripture, yep. off the back of what we've just felt as we approach Him in our inadequacy, to then ask Him, Lord, help me in this. Mm. As, I, as I learn and, and understand where I'm short um, asking God that He would change us, shape us, and um, and as we do that, one of the beautiful th- beautiful thing is that we know that we are praying in His will. Yes, we're letting the Word of God shape um, how we pray. Yes, and, and and the content of our prayer. Yeah, you know this this kind of makes this verses like this come alive. Um, you know, uh, one John uh, chapter five, verse fourteen. Um, this comes alive as we pray in His will. It says, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. I mean, how powerful is that? How powerful? We have the confidence 
to ask anything according to his will. And if we are reading the scriptures and coming off the back of that, we can have the confidence that whatever we ask, he is listening and he is answering our prayers. And we have the petitions that we have asked him. I mean, that comes alive. Yes, yes. Um, oh, that's yeah. great. I love just how it, 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 it I love your point. It, it gives us new categories for our petitioning of, mm. our, of our prayers to God. Like yeah. we always hear, you know, let scripture shape our prayers. But you've wonderfully just highlighted how that comes to life, how mm. that comes to life. Uh, in 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 this um, good, in yes. this process, yeah. I mean, just 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 to recap, rejoicing sets our eyes upon God. It, mm. it lets us behold the the in, infinite, everlasting, the unchanging nature of who He is. Mm. Uh, and then repenting reminds us of our finitude, our fleetingness, our weakness, our, our sin. And of course, as as we behold those two points, there's inevitably a, a great mm. gap that opens up, and that's where our needs flood in and and then we can just lift those up to God as a result of that just a a, a deeper awareness of what our genuine needs are not the shopping list need Mm. but actually letting scripture you know open up that gap and and, and fill it so that those 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 scriptural needs bubble up in our prayers I love that Mm. and that's that's where I guess you know as as you approach God's word you never know you never know where you're gonna go yeah yeah, it's God yeah. and His Holy Spirit as a way of us leading, yeah. and that's the adventure, guys. Yes, that's, that's the adventure of, of yes. the Scriptures. As it shapes our hearts, as it, as it makes us walk in, in ways that we, we we didn't anticipate. Yeah, Scripture is living, isn't it? Living, active. living, and active. Yes. Yeah, love yes. it. Amen. Okay, you know, Andrew. You know, as I've reflected, I've got this. I've got the sheet again right before me. Uh, reflecting, I've utilized the five R models. And you know what? I think you've done a bit of a sneaky on us. A bit of a sneaky. This, I'm a sneaky guy. Yeah, yes. this <laughs> sneaky little arrow that takes us from request back to reflect. And so I think there's no five R's, but there's actually <laughs> six R's. And the sixth R is repeat. Right? So can you explain to us maybe why um, why you wanted to highlight that this is a iterative process yeah. it's, it's a repeating process why is that even important like can't, can't we just finish up there yeah, yeah that's good that's good and um you know it's 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 i guess it goes back to the heart of what we're trying to do here we, we're trying to meditate on god's word we're not just trying to read god's word we're trying okay. to meditate so again back to that idea of marination we we don't want to rush on when there's good stuff we want to let that meat that our, that we want to linger linger we yeah, yeah. Let, that, that meat suck that juice up yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, that sauce up and, and we don't let our heart just soak up in, in God's word and, mm. and so after having requested God it, the way we, I, I kind of see this process the iterative process is, is it's like a conversation okay. uh, with God yep. you're communing with God yep. it's dynamic you're, you're talking to the Lord as you, after you've prayed you've requested um, um, off the back of what God has shown you in that scripture, you come back to His Word and say, "Lord, just just keep talking with Him and and keep that process." And you know what? Often, as you reread it, new things come out. The same text that you just read, you know, yeah. five minutes ago. Yeah. As you read it again. Yeah. Well, I didn't see this. Yes. And new things starts to come. You go through that process, rejoicing, repenting, requesting. Yes. And. Um, the longer, the more you spend time on it, yeah. the more it's going to let that word affect um, and shape um, your heart. Yeah. And uh, I guarantee you, you will delight. Yes. You will delight. Yes. He, you know, his word is 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 amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. You know, when we were talking about it earlier, 
you mentioned that it's kind of like um, it's kind of like Jacob in his wrestle, right? Yes, uh, yes. Um, when so when he was true. wrestling with God, and we were chatting about it, and you mm. know the thing that we we noticed from that story is that Jacob leaves with this lifelong limp after mm. an encounter with God, yes. like it doesn't leave him unchanged. It's, it leaves an indelible mark upon his life, and, yes. and and wanting to repeat having that dynamic. In, in a sense, tussle with the Lord and, yes. and letting Him change us permanently. Yes, radically. That's that's wonderful. Oh, I love that. Love that. Love that picture, isn't it? That, yeah. That Jacob wrestling with God. You know, as we come to His Word, we're wrestling. Yeah. You know, obviously God's going to win. Yeah. But yep. we we wrestle. We, yes. we There's yep. a there's a there's a, um, a part we play yes. in wrestling yes. the Word of God as we repeat yep. that process of yep. as you say, you know, reflecting, rejoicing, repenting, requesting. We just kind of keep doing that. Keep doing it. Yeah. And, yep. and see how that Lord will, will just not be the same. Yes. 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 Okay. Let's let's now take it live. We we've covered it from a conceptual level, but let, let's now put it uh, put it to the to a trial run. So, mm. you know, um, just to give some context um, for anyone who's listening, we've got uh, at Sovereign Grace Runga, we've got our men's devotional. Um, coming up uh, in term one, and this this term we've decided that we're going to walk from Mark chapter eleven to Mark chapter sixteen, um, which basically walks with Jesus through his Passion Week, right, uh, from mm. the time that he enters into Jerusalem. So, you know, I thought that it would be neat if we actually uh, apply the five R's to um, not not that part, not chapters eleven to sixteen, but maybe we re- rewind. Um, a little bit, and we actually cover the last miracle recorded in the Synoptic Gospels before Passion Week begins. Mm. Um, so let's 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 take that as an example. But you know, before we even do that, you know, just then, as I was saying that, I thought, okay, where's my Bible? Let, let, <laughs> let, let's jump right into the text. But fighting every impulse to just jump into the text, Andrew, can you maybe lead us in a time of prayer just to again yeah, do that first? Ah, mm. ready our hearts to come before the Lord before we even approach His Word. Yeah, that's a good one, Austin. Thank you. Let's, let's pray. Well, Father Lord, we we thank you for Your Word, um, and uh, Lord, even as we open it, uh, we know that we we come. Um, under its authority. Yes. And, and Lord, thank you for even speaking your words out. Um, Lord, these same words, um, Lord, that has been breathed over us. Lord, we just want to pray that, Lord, this, that your word would breathe over us uh, even now as we um, read it. Um, Lord, we, we, we want to come to you humbly. Um, Lord, yeah, we, we want to um, um, come to you, um, Lord, just with, with, with a heart that is expectant of what you're going to do. Um, because, Lord, your Holy Spirit is reigning in this instance. So, Lord, and Holy Spirit, open our eyes, illuminate your word, we pray mm-hmm. um, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Mm. We're ready. We're ready. Okay, Mark chapter 10. We're going to read from verses 46 to 52. Mm. And they came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have have mercy on me. Mm. And and many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up, he's calling you. 
And throwing, throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and he came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight mm. and followed him on the way. Okay, so reflecting on this now, we are, you know, in a sense, gathering the, the biblical data. In this reflection stage, we're gathering the biblical data. And, you know, the, the, the closest analogy that I could think of is the Israelites. They're gathering the manna that has fallen overnight from heaven. Yeah. And so tell us, Andrew, when you approach this passage, what, what are you gathering? What are some of the things that you've noticed? What are the, some, some of the things that you've gleaned from this passage, Andrew? Uh, mm. What are some of the things that you know, you're circling or, or you're highlighting or you're underlining or you're scribbling on the side? What are you doing with this text? Yeah, like, I've got my pen here. I've got my highlighter. and, and um, Yeah, I mean, I, I just go through uh, word by word, word by word, um, recounting, hey, where, where's the story sit? Yep. And you gave a great intro before. Um, <coughs> and we want to just look at each word <coughs> and seeing the Holy Spirit are there any words that, that stood out mm. and so the first thing I, I circled was <coughs> the contrast you know we say okay um, Jesus um, he was leaving Jericho yes. and with him were his disciples and a great crowd yep. okay so this is there's a certain pomp in that but straight away next to that we got Barnabas a blind beggar, one who just sits by the roadside. So I've circled that as well. And I just kind of say, hey, contrast. This is a contrast between a, 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 a crowd with great pomp and a blind beggar. Yes, okay. And, and then, okay, let's read on. Um, and he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. Okay, Jesus who comes from Nazareth. He began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. So usually, okay, well, that's, this is what the first words are coming out of his mouth. And he recognizes who Jesus is. Okay, I'll highlight Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And I just keep reading. And us words just kind of pop out. I'd stop. And on verse 39, 49, it says, and Jesus stopped. Stopped. Yep. He stopped. So, okay, well, Jesus stopped. And in my mind, just thinking, wow, this is, this is the... The, the one who is the creation, who was there at the beginning, yeah, the creation of the world, he, he stops at our wow. calling. Wow. And yep. um, okay, wow, okay, that's great. So I circle that and kind of keep going. And then yeah, the next bit I, I kind of really kind of um, highlighted was, you know, uh, in verse 50, um, the blind man, after the blind man um, approaches him, he, he, he threw up and throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Man, this this guy's excited. Asking, okay, so let's just kind of highlight that. Yep. And so that's that's kind of a process. Um, mm. And and just reading through, um, hey, what words stood out to me as I read through this text? Pausing, stopping, reflecting. Yep. Um, and so forth. Yeah, I, just just from what you've highlighted, it's interesting, isn't it? How the crowd effectively tells him that it's Jesus of Nazareth that is coming. And yet that's not the terms that he actually uses to call out to Jesus. He's told it's yes. Jesus of Nazareth, but yes. as you highlighted, he calls out Jesus, son of David. So clearly he's seeing something. Yes. The, the irony, he's seeing something that the crowd doesn't see. A blind man. Yeah, a blind a man, blind man seeing is something. seeing. Yeah, yeah yes. that's deep. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. 
And that's just, I mean, I mean, I, I just went through it really quickly, but yep. I think the more we sit in his word at this stage, the more we pause, the more things are just gonna come out. And, yes. and, that, and that is the richness yes. uh, of his word. Yeah, the crowd wants to move on, mm. but Jesus stops. You know how you underline Jesus stops? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting one, isn't it? No. You know what, what I found um, pretty, um, pretty sad, to be honest, is that you know, Bartimaeus, he's already blind, right? But those rebuking him um, would prefer that he actually be mute as well. Yeah. He's already blind. Oh, and yes. these guys mm. are saying, you know, you might as well be, be mute. Preventing him from actually meeting the one who can do anything about his suffering. Oh, I think, that's, I think that's, that's, that's pretty convicting for me. Yeah. But I mean, we're just working with some of the biblical data oh. that you've highlighted, that you've yes. circled. Yes. Um, and and, and I'm mean, just feeding off you, yeah. um, you know, Austin, like, you know, and these are the people, the people that are trying to also make Bartimaeus mute are the are disciples in the great crowd. Yes. The very ones who are following Jesus, they're amazed about Jesus. Yeah. But they're, yeah. They're at the same time, they're the yeah. ones that are not really understanding. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they're the ones oh, that are, you know, they, they probably think of that. we're the followers. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're the faithful ones. Yes. Shush, you know, yes. just, you know, yes. we've got Jerusalem to get to. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, that's, yes. there's so, I mean, there's probably a lot more gems in there. Yes. But, but kind of taking that mm. um, and um, taking that biblical data that we've collected. Now, now, remember at this stage, the temptation is to shut the Bible and go, Done, right? Mm, Done, mm, we're finished. Yes. We've actually had some really good insights. But we've got to remember that our jars at the moment are only just filled with manna. We, just, we can't just keep it in the jars of our mind. Mm. We actually have to now eat it. We've got yes. to eat it. We've got to experience, you know, the sweetness. We've got to taste the sweetness. Yes, we've got to Simon. experience the, the wafer-like texture in our mouths, right? We haven't, yes. we haven't tasted it. This hasn't been experienced. That was a key word at the beginning. We want to experience this. Mm. Uh, we want to go into to, to the experience of exclaiming, oh, this is wondrous. This is delicious, yes. right? And, and, and rejoicing in prayer. This, this is the first stop, rejoicing. So, Andrew, if it's okay, just could you give us a window into your prayer life? How would you pray these truths inwards into your soul and upwards as praise and rejoice yeah. to God. How would you do it? If, if it's okay, just give us a window into your prayer life. Yeah, so I see you read this and I see you engage with this text. You know, what do we what do we learn? And how can I praise God about who he is? Hmm. And, and I think straight away, uh, I think you just kind of see Jesus, you know, the one who is sovereign over everything. Hmm. Um, and he's on a mission. He's yeah. on a mission yeah. um, into Jerusalem. Yet, he stops. Oh. Praise the Lord. But not only does he stop, he calls, he calls him. Oh, what and, mercy. And so, you know, this is, a, this, we can pray, even, even, even just that. In fact, dear Lord, we, we just want to thank you. Thank you that you're a, you're a God who, who stops. Who stops, For yeah. me. For me, yeah. I was once blind, but now I see. It's because mm. you stopped. And not only did you stop, you called me. Oh, wow. So, Lord, I want to praise you this, you know, this time. And, and just want to praise you that you're a, you're a God who is, who is, who is merciful. Who is who has been so good to me? Because yes. unless you stopped, I would have been that blind man just sitting down yes. next to the street and continues to be blind mm. and and stuck in my in my condition. Yes. Uh, but Lord, you're you're a great God. So you know we can just keep praying, keep praying into that. Yes. 
um, and make it make it a conversation with God. As, even as you pray that, and and going back to the passage, are yes. there more things we can yes. suck out here that we can praise yes. Him for? Yeah. Um, so pressing in, praising, delighting, mm. worshiping. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Don't just let it in your head. Just experience it. Express it. Mm. Yeah. Mm, love that. You know, my soul right now is saying, Amen, Amen. Talk to God. To yes, that. Yeah, to, I want to yeah, talk to you. I want to rejoice yes. in you. Mm. You know, if it's okay, Andrew, can I have a go at the next R? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we, we've done the rejoicing. Let me try to use what we've gathered, again, this biblical data that we've gathered, to now repent, to allow Scripture to, in, in one sense, do surgery on my heart, mm. to do surgery on my heart. So I, I had a bit of a reflection before. This is this is probably what I would pray just in response to what I've read in this passage. I would pray something like this, like, oh, Heavenly Father, you know, um, I, I, I can remember many times in my own life where I, like the crowd, like the crowd, the hardened crowd, have been an obstacle to to others, you know, mm. coming to the faith, times where I have been a stumbling block to others, times where I have been either legalistic, times where my attitude or my behavior has impeded others from investigating Christianity yeah. more. You know, there's times, Lord, that you bring to mind even now where I've been too lazy or too cowardly to answer genuine inquiries about who you uh, and so, Lord, I just come before you now asking for forgiveness, you know, of those yeah. same sins of the crowd, of your very own followers in this instance. Yeah. I've committed those same sins of implicitly, you know, wishing upon the blind that they also be mute as well. And that is a horrific sin that I've done, Lord. Forgive me. Yes. Forgive me by the blood of Christ. Oh. I, guess, I guess that's how I would... It is, it is, that is rich. Yeah, that, that is so good, Austin. I think I think that's exactly you know, spot on. Um, as we you know just read of that, you know that's what jumped to 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 our hearts. Yes, and that's part of God's work as well. Yes, and then we can just pray into that. Yeah, um, and it might be different for other people. Like, but yes. that's when I reflect on the passage. That's that's where the Lord has pointed to. Actually, mm. there's there's sin here. Yes, and I want you to lift it up to me and repent. Yes, and ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And you gave her a passage. There, there are many other things that as you as you sit on it. Yes. You know, and, and you know, one that came to me in, yes. in repentance was just seeing the the, the blind man's response as, as Christ called him. Yeah. You know, he he uh, after um, Jesus says to the blind man, "Take heart, get up." He's calling you. And what did the blind man do? He froze off his cloak. He sprang up and came to Jesus. Well, there's no lack of enthusiasm there. Mate, he, this is a blind man. He's you know he's probably you know. Begging, and, and he's probably not in the, the best of physical health. Yeah, but you know what? Nothing the, can stop upon him. the call of to Christ. Yes, he gets up. He's excited. Yes, and I just think, man, am I, <laughs> am yeah. I excited for Jesus? Maybe, maybe, maybe when I first first came to him, I yep. was excited, and has my excitement dull for him? Yes, yeah. And if that is, Lord, oh, I repent of this. That is help a major me. repentance point, help isn't me. it? Help, yes. help me to to feel the same way that this blind man felt. Yes, when yes. his sight was you know, yeah, it's about to recover, and um, mm. so many, many things out of the past. Yeah, that we lukewarmness. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh. so much. Just for, I mean, these are just a few verses, but there's it's already rich. so much. It's rich. Yes, we're right. feasting here, Austin. We are feasting <laughs> indeed. 
Um, okay, Andrew, so how has, you know, what we gathered, our rejoicing in God, our repenting of our own sinfulness, you know, how does that, can you show us how that leads now to a time of requesting? You know, what are some of the types of requests that mm. you would would see kind of seamlessly flow from a passage like this? Yeah, well, I, I, I probably um, jump the gun there a little bit with the, uh, you know, requesting, asking God to give me the same Yes. You know, reaction, the same yes. excitement that the that the, the, the blind man had. Yes. You know, that could be one request. Yes. Um, there could be other requests too. You know, um, what were what were the um, um, the, the first words of a blind man? Have have mercy on me. Yes. Have mercy on me. What is our disposition towards God as we come to Him? Mm. Is it a man? I, I'm doing okay, and and uh, Lord, you know, uh, um, I've spent time with Your Word this morning and. Feeling pretty good about Feeling myself. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. And um, but no, um, we have to come in in utter, um, just like a beggar. We yeah. we need to come before our Lord, knees on the ground. Yeah. Both hands stretched out. Yes. Come fill me. We pray, Lord. Mm. Unless you do that, we are desperately helpless. Yes. And what is my heart posture in this on this day as I wake up? Yes. Is it that? Yeah. Or something else. Yeah. Yep. Something else. Lord, help me. Hence, another change uh, my type posture. Of request. Yes. Change the posture. Yeah. Change Lord, the only posture. Only you can do heart. it. Only you can do it. Yeah. And and, and that's what I guess you know. Letting the Spirit breathe life, asking Him to transform us. Yes. Is God going to do that? Oh yeah. Oh yes. yeah. Because we're praying in His will. Yes. If a, if a, if a child comes knocking at His door, He's not going to turn it away. If a child comes knocking, hey, I want to be transformed into the likeness of Your Son. He's not going to turn away that yeah yeah no that's that's wonderful and it links so well with what you were talking about when we were back doing the concept of it right yes this yeah. need has genuinely bubbled up mm. right risen to the surface from scripture yeah. this is a need that has been highlighted as a result of scripture mm. you know and 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 that's what it means in first john to be to be praying yes uh in accordance with his will yes right? that's yes. that's beautiful I was gonna say, like, even even as we do that, I mean, at the moment, it's, it's very much me and God. Yes. And even as we read and reread, yep. You kind of let the Holy Spirit let things creep into your heart. You know, what besides myself, are there other things happening in my life? Yes. That I want to be requesting. Yeah. So letting the Word of God then shape even how we pray. Yes. For others. For others, yeah. And 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 it could go a myriad of ways depending on how the Spirit's leading you in, yes. in this instance. So it's not a bad thing to have a prayer list. So you might have, be praying through your family or friends, mm. but you actually let Scripture inform how you should be praying with yes. them in this instance. Is that yes. what you're saying? Yes, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. And I think that's a key point. I, I love how you talked about this. It's um, we've got to interweave in some sense the realities of our lives into this prayer mm. process. Mm. Otherwise, yeah. it's just it's uh, it's nebulous. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. But actually, we, we want to pull it down into the realities of our lives. So so maybe one request that I might have is actually, um, again, this is for myself, but mm. we could apply it for others, but it would be like, hey, actually, there's times at, at the dinner table where my kids are genuinely asking about faith, about the faith, about Christianity, mm. and I'm either too tired from a day of work, right? And in one sense, I'm being a stumbling block. And so, Lord, help me at those dinner time conversations. Help me at those... And dropping off at school, I can be in my own world yes. conversation. So bring it into reality. Or as you said, I love it. You know, yes, we want to pray, have mercy on me. But actually, that can inform 
our prayers for yeah. our lost friends, mm. you know. And, and so, th- again, there's a th- there's an intersection point with Scripture and our lives. It's not they're not disconnected. We're, we're trying to pull them to so together, good. right? So good. So I mean, even this morning, um, you know, coming in yeah. um, before the podcast, yeah. and um, you know, at home, you know, we we had a uh, bit of a change in plans, okay, and that caused a bit of a bit of stress. Yes, um, with with you know one of one of our one of our um, children kind of potentially staying at home, mm. and threw a whole bunch of plans off. Okay, um, him being emotional and so forth, you know, yeah. and um, you know, even just coming in, it's like oh, something's like kind of not sitting right, and uh-huh. uh, and um, and then just kind of approaching this passage and just kind of pray, hey Lord. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on us in this instance. Yes. And 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 that then just reshapes how I see the whole incident, yes. the whole the whole morning. Yes. Rather than hey, I, I failed to take control in this yes. situation. Or well, I can fix it myself. Fix it this way yeah, or yeah. that way. It's like unless Lord, you rock up. Yeah. And and give us that peace, that trust in you. Yes. We're not gonna experience that yeah so lord have mercy on me yes <laughs> have mercy on us i just want to pray for you know my wife cat i want to pray for the kids the lord yes let your mercy just just descend upon them this morning yes you yeah, know, yeah. walk through this lord yeah. how, how how we need you yes. how we need you we think it's a small thing but that posture change is massive oh, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, yeah. yes yes yeah. that massive. posture changes to control the situation to fix it mm. yeah mm. but i love that that's a real intersection with what's happening Real time. <laughs> Real time this morning. Yeah. This morning. Okay. Um, uh, awesome. So, you know, um, you've given us a, a, a bit of a, a, a insight into uh, how this last hour, this, this request intersects with your life. Um, and um, I, I loved how you talked about how the, the spirit leading you mm. into different needs that might come up. You know, Andrew, it's just been a really fruitful time of devotion. I've really enjoyed oh, just nice. this time with you. Likewise, bro. Um, Likewise. You know, which maybe we should just come in every day and <laughs> oh, do yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I am feeling properly nourished through all that. And I just want to thank you, Andrew. You have really spearheaded um, the church, really taking on this model, applying in our meditation. You've thought through each and every one of the R's, and you've really helped walk us through what that looks like both uh, at the beginning of last year and again now at the beginning of this year. So I just want to thank you for your, for your passion and your heart for the church in oh, this. It's, 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 and I know, I know you, your, your, your heart is to see the saints just in the word, Amen. not just studying it, but applying it, praying it, rejoicing in it, repenting from it, requesting from it. So I just thank you. Thank you for, oh, mate, for Austin, your example. It's a joy. And I think, I think you, know, you know, as you know, I, I love my food. And once you've tasted that, piece of meat that's yeah. delicious yeah yeah you wanna you wanna share hey guys mate try this try, try this, this yeah. not, your yeah. joy is not complete until everyone tastes absolutely and absolutely you gotta, you gotta yeah. taste what i've tasted yeah and, and not until you do that then is that joy complete amen that's right yeah that's amen right. That's wonderful. Mm. You know, um, I, I also really pray that this will be helpful for, for the whole church in the year ahead, um, but particularly for the, for the men's devotional that's coming mm. up. I, I really pray that you guys will be listening to this, uh, taking this to heart, and, mm. and running as, as, as far as you, you can with this uh, as, as, as much as possible. For the guys who are doing the devotional, uh, the men's devotional for this, for this term, I will see you at the gates of Jerusalem as Jesus mm-hmm. enters in in this triumphal entry. And lastly, mm. I just want to leave you with this uh, with this imagination, this kind of idea in my head. Just mm. imagine 
you were to devote the time to do what we've done in the last half an hour or so, to do this every day, just sitting at the Lord's feet, readying, reflecting, rejoicing, repenting, and requesting. Just imagine you did this every day. Do you not think that in his abounding faithfulness, he would not change you, like radically change you? Yeah, that's so, that's so good, Austin. I, I think, you know, um, that is great. We, we, need, we need to kind of dig into his word, posture ourselves right. Um, and, you know, I guess uh, last thing, pa- uh, departing words, is I think we, we want to be also careful. We, definitely, we want to we be doing all we can position ourselves but at the same time just to remind, remind ourselves you know what it is God it is God who who actually comes and he it is God who actually desires um, to come to meet us it is actually God who actually even stirs up our desire to come to him yes. um, and not to discount all that we've said yes <laughs> but just to keep with uh, uh, a um, bearing in mind that you know it, it is God who, who is actually desiring. That's why we have His Word in the first place. Yes. Without His Word, we cannot even come to Him. He initiates. He initiates. And, and, but we want to be faithfully just desiring yep. and, and faithfully um, working to, 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 to delve into the Scriptures yes. and, and see how, as you say, God is going to bless that. Yes. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing the amazement in your eyes as you taste His Word. It is sweeter than honey. How that's amazing. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a great reminder, Andrew. Mm. You know, like the last thing that we want you um, to think coming away from this episode is, you know, okay, this is about me getting up early, disciplining myself, mm. Mm. doing this process. It's mechanical and it's going to work because, you know, I, 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 I put my, my, my strength into it. I've got the five R's. I've got the five R's. <laughs> I've got it down packed. But you know, actually, just just this, and and this would be my concluding thought. This uh, last week, I was just I don't know, I was just browsing the internet, and I came across this um, this PhD thesis that this guy wrote um, uh, for his doctorate of of ministry. And I think what he did was that he did a study of his own church where he challenged a group of people to um, to devote themselves for twenty one days for three weeks to um, to to really spend that time in God's word. And I just want to encourage each of you. The name of the guy is Luke Cunningham if you if you want to look him up. This is what he writes in his uh in his conclusion he writes, perhaps the most understated conclusion amidst all the research numbers and tables is God's desire to meet with us. Although most of this project revolved around our calling to meet with him, the transformation that occurred over the 21 days is a clear indication that God desires to meet with us. From the echoes of Ezekiel to the glorious reunion with God, the cry of his heart to dwell among his people is not more evident than in the results that occur when his followers respond to his invitation throughout the project. Mm. And he continues, attributing this compounding spiritual growth to the work of the individual is a theological error. Mm. The spiritual growth displayed should magnify the transformational power of God that occurs when his people are obedient to meet with him daily. The change agent, the transformational force, the independent variable is in the multiplied spiritual growth that God gives. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in with us today.